Welcome to a holly jolly episode of Football Hot Boys, the show where three hot seamen talk about football, tits, the Atlanta Hawks, and how much they love Jesus. So it's actually kind of an interesting uh, time of the year for basketball, especially with David. So David's thinking about getting into basketball. Oh, really? Yeah, I think that's awesome. Like, could you imagine? Yeah, I'm contemplating it. See, could you, like, being a 30-year-old man and being, like, just, like, your eyes open to a new sport that you enjoy? How fucking nuts does that sound? Doesn't that sound like a wet dream? Yeah, like, it's a... Yeah, you can't, like, have a first time again. Actually, that does make... Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, so I was talking to him about which kind of gets into like a cool philosophy that we talk about all the time about like you know what team you cheer for. Um, mm-hmm. So I was just talking to Pete and I was talking about you know what what team are you gonna cheer for because you're an Atlanta Falcons fan, you're from Colorado, you live in Illinois, you know you, you, the sky's the limit for Wisconsin. What team I live in Wisconsin. Oh yeah, sorry, <laughs> Wisconsin. Say, say, whatever, we live in the same. It's fucking twenty minutes away. <laughs> But, uh, <laughs> I mean, he could be a fan of, like, there's no Nebraska team, so he can't be a fan no. of, like, those toothless bastards out there. He can't be a fan of those guys. I wish. I wish. Well, everything south of the Mason-Dixon line is now fair game for him because he's missing a tooth. That's so true. Go. That's true. Yeah. I told you, man, Atlanta Hawks. It makes the most sense. Well, it's, it's a good time to jump on a Bucks fan, jump on a uh, Hawks fan, and jump on a Beaten Nuggets fan. Like those, are, like, those are, like, actually, like, the... Th- Three very good windows to hop on right now. Yeah, especially when the when the Nuggets trade all their good players for James Harden, which they're going to do shortly, and then that's going to be extra fun. <laughs> yeah, that's why I told him like uh, I think Atlanta would be the not necessarily the best pick, but I I think that'd be an enjoyable because you're not you're definitely not bandwagoning because they're not good, but they have no. promising things to watch and they're fun to watch at minimum, even if they're not winning as many games as you would want. And they got talent there. The it's a good direction that they're going. Um, not, like you said, Nuggets are a good choice because they are a step. They're not. They're not great because they're not one of these super team competitors, but they are at least winning games. So that's interesting. There's a lot of choices, man. It's it kind of exciting. Just don't be a Lakers fan, man. Just don't, don't do that. Fan. Fucking don't be a Lakers. Yeah. Don't even. Yeah. Even, so, TC, do you remember the list that I sent you of like the teams? I remember the. Yeah, it was it was basically Atlanta. Uh, you had Denver. No, I don't even think you had Denver in there, did you? I did. You did? And it was two more teams. Who else did you have? The Heat. Yeah, Miami. Okay. And what was the other one? Didn't you have another one? I had Bucks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Come over to the green side. I mean, my, my vote we'll see. My vote is for, for Atlanta. I think that just would make the most sense. Because you're, you're already watching uh, Falcons, so you're going to see the same promos and shit. You know what I mean? I mean, did you tell us why you're? I, I, you probably told me, but why are you a Falcons fan again? Why? Yeah. I mean, so like, my dad was a big time, bit like Broncos fan, and I was starting to get into football when okay. the Broncos were like winning back to back Super Bowls, and it was like driving me fucking crazy. I was like, Dad, shut the fuck up! I'm not gonna do it. Mind you, I hate my father, so okay, like super not into it. Super not into it. Yeah. So I was like looking for them. I'm like looking through the teams. I'm while I'm watching football. I'm like, man, what team is like just fucking assholes pissing everybody off right now? And I was like, oh shit. Deion Sanders, Warwick Dunn, Atlanta Falcons, Dirty Birds are doing their Dirty Bird in Jamal the end Anderson? zone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Everyone, everyone's getting all fucking butt hurt. I said, that's my team. 
So you're a Falcons fan because you're an asshole. Yeah, you yeah, just this is the story you, is. You just became yeah. the role model for like every angry teen in America. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the most Pete Pete story I've ever heard Absolutely. in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I like them because I'm an angry man. Oh, oh, okay. Well, yeah, got it, got it. So you're a fan of the 2006 Pacers, is what you... <laughs> <laughs> that was easy. You're a Pacers yeah, fan. You're a Pacers fan, man. Solved. Yeah, that was easy as shit. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, I would say just watch it until a team falls. Yes, the I've also said yeah. that. I agree. Yeah. Let it come yeah, organically. Yep, yep. Yeah. Let, let it come organically. Don't force it. It, it. And yeah, just watch different teams and like see the different styles of play and see what you enjoy. See what type of, you know, systems that you like with the, the way they run their offense. Yeah, dude, just have fun with it, man. Yeah, who knows? You'll be a, a Raptors fan or yeah, it could be Memphis, yeah, dude. Memphis fan. I mean, that's all. I will yeah. never be a Raptors fan because Drake roots. Oh yeah, I, ooh, good, yeah, good answer. Reason, yeah, that's a good that's answer. A good good answer. Can't I mean, that's answer. that's basically how I became a Suns fan. I mean, I was just generally watching basketball like seriously for the first time, seeing Steve Nash and the gang, and I was like, "This is awesome! Holy fuck!" And that's just for 15, 16 years. Been watching them ever since. We should keep a spreadsheet, and he will eliminate teams slowly. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. I think that's yeah, actually a really cool idea. Make it. Yeah. Make yeah. It so Raptors, Lakers. Raptors are off. Raptors, Raptors are off. Lakers, Lakers are off. Let me see. Uh, you can still be Golden State. I don't have as much anger to go as to Golden Pelicans State. Pelicans are automatically gone. Pelicans? Cannot root for us. The, uh, that makes sense. New, New Orleans, Orleans yeah. That makes sense. It. Pelicans are gone. Oh, I thought because the Pelicans is the stupidest fucking name for a professional sports team I've ever heard it, in my entire it, life. Very well possible. Well, besides Redskins, but yeah. Ooh, yeah, that's you're right. That's bad, but at least they're dead now. So I so I guess now like Pete has homework now, and his homework is to fall in love with basketball. Dude, it's awesome. I, I mm-hmm. I'm so yeah. I hope you enjoy it though. I don't want you to if you don't like it, don't watch. Don't be like there's no point watching something I'm not, you don't enjoy. B- believe me, I'm not gonna force it. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely not going to force it. But, but what what is so? I'll as give so, it a shot. Fair enough. As someone that's like getting into it, what what is the what was like the first draw for you? Where you're like, I kind of want to watch us see how this goes. What what was like something you saw on the court or player? What well, was had, it? So like, I I never really like. I went to one basketball game because I like going to live sports. So I went to one basketball game. And it, was, it was the Nuggets game, and I was like fucking bored out of my mind. I was like, this this, this is stupid. Okay. So. Recent, like I had nothing to watch during quarantine, so like I'm sitting at home, I'm like, what the fuck am I gonna watch? So I turned on TV, I turned on ESPN, basketball's on. I was like, I'll watch the playoffs. Sure, they're in a bubble. This might be interesting. Like I'll turn it on and I watched it. So I'm watching the playoffs and I was like, okay, this is cool. And then uh, I was watching the Trailblazers and I watched Dame. So watching yeah, Dame go off. It's exciting. Like, oh. right? I was like, okay. There you I'm, go. Maybe like, that's your team. Is- Dude, you actually bring up an awesome point. Be, Basket- I was like watching Dame, and he was like going off, and I'm like, yeah. okay, this is, this is fun. So like, I started watching other games, and I was like, okay, there's some other playmakers. But I, I just kept going back to the trailblazers so, and watching Dame because it was the most fun. And then I watched the Heat, and it was, it was a good time. That's a, that's a super interesting answer, actually, because you're, you're basically generalizing basketball as the most one-person dominant sport for a team game. Which it is. Which it which is. is. 100% is. And, and you're 100% right, Pete, where you could just watch one guy and you're just like, wow. Yeah. What the? There's nine other guys, but 
he's the yeah. only one that you can focus on because of what he's doing out there. There's he's nothing like that. Down, he's like at the half court line making fucking three points. Yeah. I'm like, what is this yeah. dude doing? This isn't basketball. Like, this is not basketball that I've watched. Because <laughs> you could watch tennis and you're like, man, this guy's really beating shit out of this other guy. But there's not nine. <laughs> other, there's not eight other guys on the on the court at the same time. It's just sure. this one That'd be guy. Better tennis. That'd be yeah. Way more entertaining tennis. <laughs> eight guys and eight balls also. So there's just like. It's like a pinball machine. Just eight guys and balls. Just fucking... Multi-ball. Yeah, multi-ball. Just, just eight guys and balls. But, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, but like, that's an interesting I, answer. I like that. So Vegas is handicapping the Blazers as your favorite team right now. That's what I'm saying. Um, because that's like a more natural story about... Like, yeah, you might have just... Yeah, you might have just almost opened the window to your answer. But yeah. That, that was interesting. Yeah. I mean, and, it's and, very possible, but then the, the problem is if if Dame leaves, then what what do I go to? You know, it's like mm. that's true. That's true. Yeah, I guess you kind of have to get invested. You have to build a history with a team before you like right. become a. Fan Otherwise, of I'm that just going to follow a player. You know what I mean? Like I'm not yeah. going to be a fan of this like of a team. I'm just going to be a fan of a player. I'm going to follow them where they go. I mean, it is the NBA, and anything is possible, as me and Kunzi know, but. If there was one guy, like superstar level, that I was going to pick that was never going to leave its team, is actually Damian Lillard. Yeah, he's he seems pretty camped out over there. Um, well, and I also think that it's also harder to be a fan of a basketball team and, and stick with it than it is a football team. Because even when your football team is bad, like even bad football is like supremely watchable. And like, I mean, look at the it, Falcons. Matt Ryan yeah. throws for 400 yards and loses loses a game every exactly. day. So it, it, yeah, exactly. But like, bad basketball is irrelevant. Like Dude. it is. It, it you are like a background. Character. You're telling me. Yeah, you're telling me. Yeah. Knicks fans are watching the game every night. Are you out of your fucking mind? Yeah. So like, it's very easy to like have your team and then just be a fan of the sport. Like, okay, now I'm just going to root for good players. I like. Like, mm-hmm. you can just root. I guess this is a weird time to say this, but you can just root for Paul George if you want because, like, you kind of like that guy. Yeah. And, and I think that basketball is, like, way easier to do that for. And we do that in all sports. Like, there's guys that just, like, like watching play football. And it's like, when they're when they're playing, I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to root for him because... I like him. Usually, yeah. usually I own him in fantasy. But you can... <laughs> but also sure. because maybe you just root for him. Like, yep. I'll, I'll just watch Jerry Judy because I, I like Jerry Judy. Do you have an owl in your house right no, now? It's my cat banging on the oh, fucking door. Okay. <laughs> cat wants a podcast, dude. Cat yeah, he, cast. he wants to come in here and tear shit up, is what he wants to do. Just let him in, bro. <laughs> no, he's, in. you saw what he was doing before we fucking signed on here? Jesus. <laughs> just let him in, dude. dude I had, we, t- we took a nap because the game doesn't even tip off till 9.30, so I'm going to stay up to watch that. So I took a nap, and he, nap- he went to sleep with me. Now he's all fired up, man. Well, that's a that's a, that's a true sports fan when you like plan your sleep schedule. Oh, around, dude, I've been doing this uh, since uh, I was tw- yeah, since I was twelve yeah. years old. I've been doing this, man. Yeah, just- so th- there's a hazard for you, dude. Uh, picking the Trailblazers, West Coast team. You see what I you see what I just had to do? Yeah, I had to just take yeah. a nap to watch a game start at nine thirty tonight. Im- important consideration. Very yes. important consideration, right yes. there. Because it's Whatever. very rare you get to pick your favorite team, man. Like, so you gotta like you gotta yeah weigh all yeah, your options, all, and, all yeah. considerations. Listen, so, I'm not like, rushing this. Okay, this is not a yeah. decision I'm gonna make tonight. Okay, maybe, maybe at the end of the season <laughs> we'll find out, but who knows? Rockies and then East is what I would recommend. <laughs> <laughs> You're a father now, a working man. Rockies East. That's that's what I'd recommend. 
<laughs> Portland's out then. Sorry, Dame. There ah, you damn. go. They're out. There you go. I mean, don't 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 scratch it off the spreadsheet yet. And, and, yeah, I won't, I won't. But you also got to think monetarily too. Bucks games are free for you, so you won't have to buy any subscription services to watch. That's know. true. Mm-hmm. That's true. There you go. So financial considerations, time considerations. It's more complicated than you think. Fall. It's like falling in love, like for real. There's a lot of shit to consider. <laughs> but, but more important, about the time. I'm not worried yeah. about the time frames. Okay, I can watch it on the elliptical. Like I can put on the iPad and just fucking right, right. An hour of elliptical and I'm good. So I have tried what you were attempting with hockey before. It it was it was a hard hard no go for me. Something about that sport I just I cannot click with. Love hockey. I, I yeah. want to I want to jump in because I've I've had the same type of situation, Kunzi. Um, I enjoy hockey. I enjoy watching it, but I, I don't have the desire to pick a team just because. When when we were growing up, hockey wasn't accessible to me, so I never played it. Yeah, you know, me even if you even if you grew up and you weren't like big into basketball, it was still accessible. You still played it randomly, even if you mm-hmm. didn't like commit to it or anything. With hockey, I, it was basically an afterthought. I, I never even played it. So I when I watch hockey, I'm like, man, that's exciting. Guys are smacking each other. Goals are being scored. It's fast paced. So I don't mind watching it. I will watch it, but as far as a, like sentimentally attaching to something. I don't have that feeling for it. Do you think it would help if you like understood it? Like if you sat down and you watched it with that, somebody who loves it, that like, is, would it be beneficial? Because for that, me, like that's how it is for basketball, right? Because yeah. I don't understand all the rules. Yeah. So I'm sitting here watching. I'm like, okay, that's cool. Oh, three second violation. What the fuck did he do? Like I'm trying to figure that shit sure, out. But I'm like, sure. So if I sat down with somebody who who loves basketball and was like kind of explaining it to it as we watch like yeah. okay that makes more sense and I might be more invested or more involved. That's possible, but the the one thing I'm gonna like the big reason what I'll say of why that might not work for me is because of the nostalgia factor because with basketball I can always look back in my life and be like man basketball was always there football was always there I, I don't like I don't really have that with hockey so it, it's not as sentimental that's that, that's the struggle that, to like that was always there for me right I mean, we played it in high school like right well, and that's the thing, like about because you're not only getting into a team, you're getting into a league, and you're getting into a sport yep. and like a different subcultures. So, like you have to absorb so much of it to really get like all like the delicious background flavors that you get from like watching football or, or Clark and Ice Case watching basketball. Like because when I watch basketball, it's like oh, I've been watching basketball since fucking Shaq played, and mm-hmm. I, I have memories. My my like most vivid, one of my earliest most vivid sports memories is that Michael Jordan shot where he just like pushed the you know we just showed that jazz player out of the way i i stayed up later than my parents when i was like eight years old to watch that game and like that's uh, that's part of like yeah so so it's a different thing and um i stayed up to watch joe sackick in the avalanche like yeah so 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 there you go i get it yeah yeah makes sense i i guess the one thing that I think to bridge everything that that we that we could sympathize because I'm the only, me and and Crosby are the only guys in our friend group that really like bathed and came up in college football. Yeah. So yeah. so like 
all of you guys watch college football from like a million miles up to look at prospects and sort that's of all we watch it for like, yep 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 it's all about how does this make the nfl go yep 100 um, percent. it's it's yep, a developmental yep. league for the nfl yeah <laughs> but like but like for me like i've been a badger fan since i was a packer fan like i, I like I, I watch i'm in that culture and sort of thing so like that is a bridge i think would be easier for you guys to get into because like oh me understand football football that and like it's a lot easier to sort of and you ha- and you have like history through osmosis by kind of pulling how, how that trickled into the nfl and, and interesting, scouting yeah. and yeah so it, i think that's an easier bridge for you guys to cross like as far as like picking a college team or getting into a a conference because there are guys that are like just fans of conferences like there's just sec heads and big 10 guys and stuff like that too so um, and there is such a thing as like rooting for the conference. Like it, it, it's like in college football, it is like uh, good behavior to root for teams from your conferences and other bowls and stuff like that. I don't know. I think I'm, I've dug too deep in regards to not being able to really cheer for a team because all I care about is is that guy going to end up on my dynasty league team. So I'm just so focused on that aspect that I can't I can't let the team but, get in the way of that. But you can bet on it. Clark. That's true. That's true. That's yes. exciting. That's exciting. That is also, I think, a very easy way to get you into a sport. It's like, oh, I'll now extra watch this game because of money. Because it matters. Cause ca- yeah. Because yeah, yeah. of capitalism. That will make me watch it more. <laughs> That's a good point, too. Yeah. Either way, exciting stuff. Like, just being this, like, at this stage of your life and deciding to get into a new sport and you know, not just kind of casually getting into it, but you know, understanding it and cheering for things, and that's that's super cool. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for Pete. Me too. But better follow through on this motherfucker. We'll have weekly updates on what uh, Pete's new favorite team is. Yeah, this is leading in the clubhouse. We'll handicap it. We'll bet on we it. Expect, mm-hmm, we'll expect you to watch eight NBA games a week. That is what you have to do. <laughs> that's your homework every week. Every week. <laughs> Don't let me down on the spreadsheet. I want to see this fucking. Oh yeah, Kuzi's got to yeah, Kuzi's got to develop the spreadsheet. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll do a Google Doc and I'll I'll take notes and and everything and, and like Done. you'll be expected a, a small report on each game you watched. We'll have Cody just make Easy. just a slab like a nice pristine wood slab and engrave all the team names as he goes and just takes like a chisel and just, just one line them. Yep. So I won the dynasty Wait. league. Motherfucker, I was just going to transition into that. I was going to say it's 21 minutes of co- of talking, and Clark managed to not mention that he won the yeah, Dynasty it was, League. Yeah, uh, my chest was finally... I had to just say it. I couldn't hold it, was, it anymore. It was just exploding out of you. Yep. <laughs> yeah, exploding out of you is a good way to, to uh, describe how you reacted to that. <laughs> um, but yes, Clark won the, the, the Dynasty League. King Pete is dead, finally, after a reign of two years. Yep. So, so how you feel... How how you feeling, Clark? How how uh, how engorged are you are you feeling right now? So here's the thing: I've been you know had some time to digest this. Of course, I'm just fucking pumped and excited that mm-hmm. I finally won because, as some people know, I've I've been in the playoffs every year and just basically choked every year and fell apart or injuries or jail or not me jail but players jail <laughs> <laughs> and it's always been a reason. This year, I I almost. I was like, no fucking way, because it was just weird, subtle things that happened to me playoff time. Michael Thomas is on IR now. Oh, you were really relying on Antonio Gibson to get you fans? No, you can't do that anymore. Yep. Dead. So a lot of stuff like that was happening. I was like, no fucking way. And 
And I know I joke about this all the time, but this was the one time that depth paid off in this league because yeah. li- literally every other year, depth didn't matter for the champion. It was just they're healthy and their teams, their starting lineups are the best, so they won. Um, I, I'm still not convinced my starting lineup is the best, but I do have – if you add up all the value of my team, it is the best, and luckily that – Well, it, it it scored the most points um, throughout the season by a substantial margin, and you won the championship. So I am prepared as an arbiter of football justice to say that, yes, your team is the best. Congratulations. Thank you. So so there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we solved that. Yeah. I mean, don't be don't be humble, Clark. It fits weird on you, okay? So, oh, I won't be. I, I'm just okay. I'm just explaining the way that I I interpret my own team right now. But as far okay. as like me playing you guys, I mean, yeah, you guys suck at fantasy football. That's why I won. I mean, <laughs> come on, man, you don't talk to the champ champ like that. Okay, well, that's you, like I'm not talking to like myself. I'm not talking to myself. Well, you're not the champ champ. You won once, okay? The champ champ Singular won twice. Champ. Listen, hey, listen, man. You don't, you don't talk shit about Conor McGregor. You don't talk shit about the champ champ. Listen, I'll give you credit for your back-to-back, but I just had the most dominant season that this league you has did. ever witnessed. Yeah, you, you put 150 a week up and just ran over everyone. And, and that, lost that, two that games. Happen. I remember, I remember. I, you know who I lost to in my two games? The champ well, uh, champ. I have never lost to Clark. Check the check the reports. I've never <laughs> lost to him. Well, you didn't, you didn't win never to Clark lost. this year because I won. You're, you're like LeVar Ball. If uh, if Clark is Michael Jordan, then you're Levar Ball. You never I've lost. Never lost. I have I've never <laughs> lost this man. Well, only one of us won the hammer. So, but I, the other person I lost to was Kunzi. Yep, I did it. Yay! I'm glad I got that regular season win. Oh boy, howdy, golly gee! I am I'm just so I'm pleased as a peach over here. So I'm the so, only person on this call without a fucking hammer. So you guys can fuck off. So I mean, we, we always act like we're gonna hide stuff from each other, but there's there's actually a conversation I wanted to have with you boys. I mean, we'll be as honest okay. as we want to be, but mm-hmm. going into next, you know, now that this season's over, going into next year, how do you evaluate your own team and like what what direction do you think you're gonna take your team in? Like, you know, just maybe if if you want to talk about it, the type of moves that you not necessarily like players that you're going after, of course, but maybe just the general direction of how you might retool your team or keep it the same or, or however you evaluate your own team situation. You want to go first, Pete? Yeah, that's, I'm, I, that's fine. I can go. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I'm looking for – I mean, everyone knows my weakest strength is is running backs. So, like, I'm just going to look for running back depth because if, if I have CMC and David Johnson go out, like, I'm toast. Like, I'm, I'm rolling out fucking Gus Edwards for a playoff spot. <laughs> like – Running back's no good, so, like, obviously I'm going to look in for my running back depth because once I get a couple of, like, one or two puzzle pieces in there, like, my wide receiver depth is great, and I have no problems there. My quarterback, I'm good. My tight end, I'm good. So, like, I just need running back depth. Uh, And I'm also looking for younger. I've got a bunch of older guys that still have value that some of these players and some of these teams that were going for a championship might want and might push for. I'll sell them off, and I'll just get younger because my team can still handle it. I like it. I have one specific question um, regarding your team. It's in a move you made. Like, if you, I just want to get your in, input on if you regret it, if you thought it was the right move, even if it didn't work out. Because this method has only worked for one fucking person in this league. You tried it when you went and paid a second for David Johnson, which I thought was a great move at the time. Um, and the only person this has ever worked for where they pay a moderate price for older or used running backs and get value out of them is Justin. Justin's had good success with that. You tried it. It didn't really work this year. Um, is, so is, that some, yeah. is, is that something that like you'll shy away from or you would try it again? 
Whoa, I'll whoa, whoa. First game. off, it's it, it's working. I have Leonard Fournette, guys, so obviously it's working. So <laughs> here's here's the thing. Like he's still he's still in Houston for now. We'll see if he's there next year. Like I anticipate them using him like they use Todd Gurley. Like yeah. the Rams, I should say like the Rams use Todd Gurley, just running him into the dirt and having him die there, basically. So like if if he so, flops next year, I mean I still won't regret it. I'll still try make those moves, but like I may not be giving up a, a second for it, but I don't regret making that move because I wouldn't have had a running back to play had I not made the move for him. It's the only way to get running backs. I was gonna say unfortunately that's what it yeah. costs at minimum, you know. They're they're not cheap. And I'm I'm learning that that even when somebody comes after and I would like to say that I'm decently flush at running back and when somebody asks me for a running back and they're like, here, take this, you know, High, high to mid-tier receiver, I'm kind of like turned off by it. It's not even that appealing. So it, it is tough to get him. I get it. It's it's hard to get a running back from another team. Well, yeah. It, it, old running backs are the only ones for sale. Yes. <laughs> so yes. and and you have to and you have to kind of overpay for them. Yeah. And you have to you just have to pay assets that aren't in your window is the only way you can like make it. That's like, yeah. financially work for you. Yep. But yeah. Uh, so uh, I guess I, yep, go ahead. my answer for Clark's question is I don't know uh, because because here's the thing um, you always joke about um, the worst thing in Dynasty football is to be in the middle like like you either need to be rebuilding or competing if you're stuck in the middle you just die there because um, you're always so getting I mediocre made, picks you're always mm-hmm. getting middle round picks yep and i well yeah and you're just getting older you're just getting older every year and i have made the playoffs every year but i'm always like the seventh team so what's the difference between the sixth and the seventh team like a couple couple bounces of the ball two called back james robertson touchdowns are what's the difference between uh six and seven so um (laughs) like it's it's so am is that me Am I me? Like, <laughs> uh, am I stuck in the middle? Like, do I need to rebuild or do or I need to rebuild or recharge? And my issue is I have an awesome quarterback. I'm f- fine at tight end. And the thing about being fine at tight end is you either have Travis Kelsey or nobody or you're fine. So if, if you're fine, then you just kind of sit there. And and so my my receivers are the best maybe single unit in the whole league. Yep. And, but my running backs are an unf- an unfulfilled promise is how I would describe my running backs. <laughs> They're just all the- these all these guys that are good, finger quotes, but never produce any fantasy points. Well, here's the thing. I- <laughs> here's the thing. here's the here's the pitfall you ran into. Is yeah. you, you you tried to cock block too many trades, and you went after players that you didn't want to go after. I did that, that. Did that once. I did it exactly one time. I did it for for, for 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 Leonard Fournette. I did it exactly one time for Leonard Fournette. And that's not the I, you getting Leonard Fournette is not the reason you didn't win this year. Yeah. Who, no. Who has, who has Bell? I didn't do that to cock block anyone. I did that because I was trying to cock block myself. I guess <laughs> because it was I. Because if that had Ceh Ceh uh, injury had happened a week earlier, that would have been huge for me. Right. Like that was right. that was exactly why I was getting that guy. So. That's a bit of a different hole to fall down. But, yeah, so now I have a bunch of running backs that are just kind of like, like I said, they're they're legends. They're like 
but it's like I have Zeus and in and fucking Thor as my running backs. They're good, but they're not real, so it doesn't fucking matter. Because <laughs> I, I I have I have Joe Mixon, Miles San, Miles Sanders, Ceh, um, and Kenyon Drake as as my top four running backs, and it's like oh yeah, those guys are good. Great. Where's fantasy points? <laughs> are they hiding them? What are they doing with yeah. them? Yeah. Like twice a year, the goal, one of those guys will go for forty, but the rest of the time they're just slapping eights up there, <laughs> and it's like, so that's I, I can hang with the top teams in the league and literally have no running back production. Yeah, so just, I just, just need, from your receiving core, you can hang. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's just one of those things where I could also just sell all those guys and do a quick rebuild of my running back crew, and because my receivers are young enough that I'll still have a window to win, or I could just actually hope that those guys pay off <laughs> so it's yeah so i i honestly don't know what i'm going to do i'm thinking about it like because i could probably sell i probably wouldn't sell ceh but I, I could sell those other three guys and reload and rejigger my running back crew and and be fine for sure and, and, and i have decent prospect depth at receivers still too um i don't think it makes sense for me to sell the receivers or i would have to keep all four i have hopkins adams Evans and Galladay, and then just basically sell everything else to get running backs. You're, you're kind of but, in an interesting predicament where mm-hmm. you, you want to rebuild, well, potentially want to rebuild your team, and you only do it by position. You're just going to wipe one position clean and start over. I, the, you don't have to start. I could. You're not going to regress by doing that. You're just going to change the value that you're going to be starting weekly at that position while you still mm-hmm. have the bolster of your wide receiver. But anyway... You were talking about your problems with your team this year. I want to talk about your biggest problem and why you are where you're at. It's because Cody ran out of assets and you have no way, <laughs> no way to trade for anything good to bolster your team with again. I did I did yank two, uh, two wide receivers uh, from Cody during his rebuild. So obviously I should sell called, him all down, my... Not a rebuild. That was yeah. a teardown. Yeah, that was, was a teardown. So I should sell all of my running backs to him. <laughs> and then he can be good. Dude, that's super. And, and, oh, my God. That, that's actually <laughs> that's actually really interesting and possible where you both become better by you just giving. By just flopping our rosters. Yep, flopping receivers and running backs. That's insane. <laughs> yep. But he got Justin Jefferson, so it was all worth it. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> Which... I mean, I do like Justin Jefferson. But I, I do like I, Justin Jefferson. I also like the fact that you went and tried to trade for like the one good player he had. <laughs> it's like, hey, now that you did all this to get a good player, can I have that good player? I mean, I, I, was, I, mean, I wanted to hear a price because, I mean, I was probably willing to pay, you know. So, mm-hmm. I, and I don't blame him. I mean, I would have said the same thing. I'd be like, nah, no, I'm not no, selling. No, no, no. So, where does he go on startups right now, do you think, Justin, Justin Jefferson? He's probably, but well, I, you know, I don't know about the number, but like I'll, I'll list the receivers that he doesn't get drafted over: AJ Brown, um, DK, DK, and then maybe that's it. I mean, I still think you. It's like, oh my god, Hop is almost kind of thirty. It's like that's still six years of again. It's yeah, how you value fine. that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah because um, you could so even it, Calvin Ridley, yeah. you know, would be. I would say a top asset. That's kind of the neighborhood I, w- I, w- I was thinking. Like so, like top of the second, end of the first. Yeah, yeah, that area. seems like good value. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, yeah, that would make sense. 
Do you have him? Do you have him over CD Lamb? In uh, yes, I probably would. I probably would. Yeah. Same. That's interesting. I just it, part of it is like there's a weird stink in Dallas right now that I can't quite. I feel you on that. Yeah, uh, I know it, what that stink is Mike McCarthy. Oh, he's stinky, man. <laughs> Big fat stinky. stinky Dude, I I smell I smelled that motherfucker for a decade. That guy was all up in my olfactory. I'm surprised for you didn't notice years. the odor. I'm sure. I'm so, oh, I sure noticed you it. Tell which one I it noticed was. it. You knew me through a good hunk of that time, and I was not quiet about how that smelled. Oh my goodness. So don't be shy about it now. You know what the stink is. Dude, I'm surprised I didn't go into cardiac arrest having to root for teams coached by Mike McCarthy and Jason Kidd at the same time. I don't know how it did not kill me. <laughs> it sounds like you just made that up, but that is what really No, I thought it was, was, was real. I almost died. And I love Jason Kidd. Of course, I'm a Suns oh, fan. But... Well, yeah, one of my favorite players right. growing up. But... Players. Players. All of fan player. <laughs> Hall of Horseshit head coach. Anytime you're doing Bush League stuff, like, oh, oh my I spilled God, da- my, yeah, spilled David might my not juice even, box. Oh, my God, David, you might not even know about this story with Jason Kidd. So he was coaching, this is with the Knicks or you guys at the time? It was the Nets. He was coaching the Nets. Oh, yeah. that's right. It was at the Nets. Yep. So he was standing on the sideline. It was a close game, and he calls a timeout, or he doesn't call a timeout or something like that. I think he calls a timeout. He, he, he didn't have a timeout. Yeah, and he, needed, he needed more time to, to like draw up a play or relay something to his team. He just wanted more time. So he comes walking like kind of out onto the court with like a – he's just holding a, a water. He's got like a cup of Yeah, it's of like water. one of those like cone cups that you get like a <laughs> like a fucking water cooler. Like when you're six year old in Upsi- pop order football, yeah, like an upside down party hat, yeah. <laughs> so he's walking out on the court holding this upside down party hat, and you can he- you don't hear him, but you see him mouth the words. Re- you read his lips. You read his lips. He's like, "Hit me, hit me!" Like telling his player to like bump into him. So his player just keeps walking straight and bumps in his shoulder, and he looks like uh, Benny Snell at the goal line, and he just starts. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Water's flying everywhere. This and... cup's so slippery. Oh, my God. <laughs> so he drops water all over the court. That way, the guys that make $50,000 a year to basically mop up water, they come out there and just start <laughs> going to town, and they start cleaning up this water, and he's just over there like, oh, he did it. He got more time for the play. And, and the game goes on and ends, and then after it's all over, the league's like, what the, wait a minute. He ends up getting fined and shit because they go back and review it and see that he was basically doing like a dirty play. Doing bush league shit, yeah, yeah. Real, real bush league shit, like tripping a player on the sideline type of shit, like dumb. Well, and also his entire coaching philosophy is like, guys, guys, I know basketball has been around for like twenty years. It's been around forever. So like, and we have like positions where some people are taller and some people are more taller. But what if everyone? <laughs> listen, listen. This is the important part. What if all the players were tall? <laughs> <laughs> and that that was his 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 thing was no no everyone's gonna be seven feet and can shoot threes and can pass the ball. Too bad there's only one of those guys in the exactly, league. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So his entire coaching strategy was to get like one of a kind freak athletes, and then like we'll play five of them. Like he thought That's he we'll he, he thought he could just start Kevin Durant at every position. And yes. be, and win a championship. It's like there's Which he, only you one can Kevin do Durant. that. Yeah, <laughs> so that's the problem. There's only one Kevin Durant. 
everyone would do that if those players were fucking kicking around. If I could clone Kevin Durant and start a five team with Kevin Durant as my every position, yeah, you don't think I would do it? I mean, it, it, it's like the Jets do this year, going, "Oh, we'll just draft Patrick Mahomes. That's fine. Like, well, that, that's what we'll do. We'll just draft a guy who can win a Super Bowl, and then we'll win a Super Bowl." It's like. I don't know. It took us so long to figure that out. It's like... <laughs> so long story short, Jason Kidd ended up with one really good seven foot guy that could do all the things he wanted, and then a bunch of awkward, slow, tall, tall guys, and the team was bad. The end. And also, Chris Middleton was there too. So Chris Middleton's but, tall. Yeah, Chris Middleton's tall and long and can play basketball. Mm-hmm. But. Other so that was a very sad era for the Bucks, and then they traded for Drew, Ble- uh, yeah, Drew Bledsoe. Drew Bledsoe's a uh, for Yeah, they traded for Eric Bledsoe, and they're like, eh, he can be short. It's fine, and then it all fell apart. He can so, only only be short if we give him a lot of money. Then he's yes, to be short. We, we, he can be short, but we got to pay him to be short. <laughs> can he be short and injured? Okay, then pay him more. That's Dude, fine. I I love how we both had the same just almost the Eric same. Bled- Yes, the same roller coaster ride with Eric Bledsoe, where we had that one brief point in time where we were like, "All right, we're gonna like this guy," and then we we just couldn't do it. We could not do it. I believe you came to me. I think maybe in the first year of our friendship, you told me it's like, "Hey, listen, this is the year I fall in love with Eric Bledsoe." I'm like, "Cool, man, I support you." And then I think three years later, I came to you. I'm like, "Hey, man, this is the year I fall in love with Eric, Eric Bledsoe." And <laughs> And and you're like, dude, okay, yeah, right. I, 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 I tried go try, it. Yeah, it's it's not gonna go well for you. And guess what? Did go he well. Is, is he a king? Where is he now? I don't even. know uh, Yeah, where good he is. question. New Orleans? Is he with the Pelicans? Maybe. I, I think he was he was part of the trade for Holiday, but I think they shipped him. I, I don't. I don't. He's on Earth. He's somewhere <laughs> in Terra Firma. I don't. I don't exactly know where, but I'm looking it up. I, I have to know now. Uh, hey, yeah, New Orleans. Yep, oh, there you go. They stayed there, which I don't really understand. But I'm glad this football podcast got to the bottom of that. Of the Eric mystery, Bledsoe mystery Eric debacle. Bledsoe. <laughs> he oh, should, football podcast. We, we talked a lot of basketball. Yeah, but oh no, we got about like 16 minutes probably of football on this. That's fine. We're, but, we're fine but, in the show, guys. But Eric Bledsoe could like he has a football body though. Mm-hmm. In he, that he's six two. Yeah, and Shri- yeah, ripped and huge muscles and just he's a, uh, he. He's short enough to be tall for football. Yes, exactly. So, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that blows my mind where it's like, can you imagine what LeBron James would be like as a tight end? And you go, ah, that's funny. And then you're like, oh, no, he's like... 6'8". Six, six, yeah, he's 6'8". 250. Which if you told me a tight end was 6'8", 250, like, yep. all right. And he's also a world-class athlete. Yes, so that's actually one of the few gas bag takes. That might um, actually apply, yeah. Yeah, that might actually might actually apply, yeah. It's interesting because it's hard to, and then it's hard to do that with football players because, or football players to basketball, just because the height difference is just so, it's it's pretty big. I mean, well, it's, it's a different sport, uh, different different sport. It's a different sport and uh, attracting different players. Like true. I, I, also, like a lot of those guys that have big big stompy feet, like Joel. Embi- Imagine Joel, someone going low on Joel Embiid. Going oh low God! Low. Yeah, yeah, just uh, he's done. his knees yeah. bending backwards. Yeah, he would, he would have legs like a bird afterwards. That's that's actually but, an interesting point about football players, man. How they are designed to take that contact. Unlike if yeah, me picturing a six eleven basketball player getting hit like that is just like oh my, fi-. like it's career ending. So that is something that, to say about NFL players. 
Yeah, imagine uh, Jamal Adams putting his helmet on your pelvis. Like, just like, cool. <laughs> like, that would just be insane. Like, uh, like every now and again, you get a guy like Makai Becton, who's like 6'9", and you're like, oh, right. you're too big. Yeah, Like, right. you look weird out there. Yeah. And he's in a three-point stance, and his butt's higher than his head, and it just it just looks, like, strange. So, like, like it, that is an interesting point, how, like, Football players are built like football players for a reason. There's a reason that people that size and shape are used the way they are because yes. they can live afterwards as opposed to having uh, their pelvis turned backwards inside their bodies. <laughs> um, um, Adam Gase fucked it again, and I love it. It is the only way this saga could have ended because I can only imagine uh, Douglas sitting like, uh, Adam, can you come into my office real quick? After that win, he's like, yeah, okay, cool. He's like champagne dripping off him and stuff. And uh, he walks into the office and sits down. And and uh, Douglas is like, what are you doing, bud? What the fuck? Yeah, what, what are you doing? What the fuck, man? You fucked this whole thing up. And then I'm like, okay, I'll lean into your fucking things up and not fire you so that you'll keep losing. Right. And you win. Because I, I, I do believe like that was the worst. You had to go 0-16, man. Like, because you can't have this weird, sad joke yeah. of a season yeah. and then manage to miss Trevor Lawrence. Um, and they did. They, going for it. Yeah. yeah, they did. They, it's over for, for them for here for right now. <laughs> but, like, le, the one thing I want to say, and we're going to get into this more because, like, breaking news, draft season's coming. And we're going to be talking a lot about p- prospects going forward. Um, I think... Obviously, I do think Trevor Lawrence is as good as people says he is. Like, I I, I don't believe I that do. he's no. Oh, oh, yeah, um, I think the cliff from him, Justin Fields, is substantial. That's I am massive. not. But I mean, we're still doing a lot of work on the draft class. He's like, he's he's my quarterback three. It seems like he's everyone else's quarterback two. I have real questions about his NFL game. Um, I I you, I almost you have Trey Lance over him. Yes, I do. Yeah, I do. I, have, I do have Trey Lance I over figured. him. Um. But it's also one of those things that those... So I, I'm a big fan of don't scout the helmet. You can't go, oh, all Ohio State quarterbacks kind of burn out, so I'm not going to give... But the reason they do is because they're always throwing to wide open guys. Um, and for some reason, those Oklahoma guys who are kind of also throwing to always wide open guys seem to translate better, and I'm not enough of a football head to tell you why that is. But I, I just have a lot of questions about him. And if I'm the Jets... And I want to hear what you guys have to say about this. If I'm missing Trevor Lawrence, then I'm sticking with Sam Darnold. Um, so I, it's either Lawrence or Darnold is is where I'm sitting if I'm the Jets. Dude, I, I think I'm with you on that, actually. That, that's a kind of a take that I was thinking about myself. I was like, man, they kind of... And it sounds bad when you're forced to stay with Sam Darnold because I'm, I'm still big... Not big on Sam Darnold, but I'm still almost a believer. So I don't think that's the end of the world. Um, it is the end of the world that they lost out on Trevor Lawrence, though. That's where the problem is. So the issue with the situation that you just described with Adam Gase is... I don't know if I put it on Adam Gase as much as the players because I think at a point when you're that bad and you're a player, you're... you're, you're you're just you know you go home every night and you fucking lose every game you're you're a failure at your job and you're like you know what we're gonna win a fucking game we're gonna win a game so those you know the players aren't thinking about trevor lawrence they're not thinking about any of that they just want to win a game which they did so congrats to them like the dudes that are putting in the work that's not adam Gase. like congratulations to them they they gotta win and they seem they cemented themselves in a better place as if they would have been the worst maybe maybe the worst team of all time 
and that's not even I don't I don't know if that's an exaggeration. They might have been the worst team of all time if they didn't win this game. And they enter the conversation. They would I mean, definitely yeah, oh, yeah. Look at how bad that, that exactly. Browns they're in the conversation was, yeah. worst team of all time if they don't win this game. Now now they're just irrelevant, which good for them. You know you, they won't go down. In Hooray! His, yeah, I mean for real, they won't go down in his, as history as jokes. Um, now as far as the franchise goes, Kunze, you're 100 percent right. They fucked up. You know, Tr- Trevor Lawrence was what they needed, what they wanted. And I kind of wanted it for Sam Darnold, too. I want to see Sam Darnold get a fresh start. Um, so mm-hmm. it, it does bring up the question, if we're all on that page, what do they do in the draft now? And, let you know, I'm going to just get this out there just to clear it up. Let's just assume Jacksonville doesn't fuck up and win a game, too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, I mean, that's always a possibility. But let's just let's keep the conversation going like Jacksonville's Jacksonville and and go from there. So mm-hmm. so what does New York do now with the second pick in the draft? Uh you trade it. Mm. Uh, that, that, that crossed my mind too. Yeah, that crossed picks. my mind too. Cuz they got that nice little haul from that Jam- uh Jamal Adams deal too. So now they have a big old stinky pile of draft picks that they can use to like redefine that franchise. Very true. Very true. I mean, I think you either you either trade it or you take an offensive lineman. Mm-hmm. You gotta you gotta protect Sam Darnold. What a sad man! They just they, oh, this year for an offensive lineman. This this shitty <laughs> cesspool. Oh man! I mean, we talked we talked last week that you know bad franchise think uh, think that way though, man. Like, um, I mean, Penny Sewell is like the Trevor Lawrence of tackles. So like like getting him is. A, a, a big deal for your franchise. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Everyone's and, comparing him to like the the best since Joe Thomas. Like that's a mm-hmm. big deal. It is a big mm-hmm. deal. And you put him and Makai Beckton on your on your bookends. Like, okay, yeah, rock and roll. You start you you you, you get yourself a running back, and all of a sudden you got Denzel Mims and a running back and a, and a big old chunky line, and all of a sudden and a coach that's not Adam Gase. Oh my God! All the, now you're speaking my language. Right, right. I mean, so, look, so, at, look at their defense. Look at their defense. So like. I was sitting here watching this game, right? And they got they fired Greg Williams, so Greg Williams is out. And then all of a sudden, the defense shows up. If you didn't want to win a game, you should have kept Greg Williams to do a cover zero and let everybody just throw a Hail Mary pass and lose the game. But you fired Greg Williams, and now your defense is actually playing well. Yeah, Greg Williams was the only one playing ball there. He's like, yeah, we're going to lose this game, and I'll make sure that happens. And they're like, wait, you got to get out of here. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. He was a fucking double agent. Yeah. Okay, so Greg Williams... I think uh, Greg Williams is my favorite defensive coordinator because he is an indicator that where he is going, that place is doomed because Greg Williams is who you hire when you don't know the name of any other defensive coordinators to hire. You're like, uh, Greg Williams. Sure. So, and we, and I've said a couple of times in the show that like one of the most important things about being a head coach is to have a network of people that you can call upon and to build a you're a CEO. You have to hire a franchise. You have the to, team, like, yeah. You have to, yeah, you have to build a team. And when you don't have that network, or if you're like Adam Gase and no one fucking likes you, so you don't have friends or connections, um, then you hire you Greg Williams. Yeah. He is, for a good portion of the early 2000s, that was Mike Martz. I don't know any guys who know offense. Someone call Mike Martz. Even though it was... The fucking ship had sailed on Mike Marks like a could, decade before he retired. You could drag Rob like, Ryan out of fucking Hardee's or something. Yes, that was another guy. It was the same thing. It's like, oh, no one will give me shit if I hire this guy. But I also don't know any other guys to work with. So watch 
I'm sorry if Greg Williams dude, dude, and watch, watch the Packers hire him now next to hire the hire the fire pet and then hire. It's, dude, I'm wishing it upon myself. So but just watch I'm out. just this watch is out. just playing in my head, dude. So like they they bring in Rob Ryan for an interview and they're taking it serious and he's like, I know I got mm-hmm. the job. <laughs> I know I'm I know I got the job. I'm the only candidate. No, no, we got a whole bunch of candidates. They're right outside here. No, there. no, it's yeah. This closet, this closet, it's full full of defensive coordinators that we're going to interview right after you. Like, it's just like eight, just like eight, eight in there. Just let's say eight, eight of their defensive coordinators that I totally know. I know them too. Yeah, I know them. It's no, it's it's fine. Like, do we have to just like do this thing or like this is how much it costs to hire me? And it's like just silence. <laughs> And you you also hire Rob Ryan because you know, week six your butt's gonna be hot, <laughs> and it's like it's like all right yeah who can take the pressure I, off of me yeah 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 I can I can fire Rob Ryan <laughs> in in week six and buy myself some time. <laughs> Give me a few more weeks to get my shit together. Just a few more weeks. I, I just need a few more weeks. You know, they're going to start coming together. They're going to get my system. It's, it's all going to work out. I'm not screwed, guys. I know we're two and four, but we can we can still do this. We, we, we got rid of the, the problem. The problem's gone now. He's gone. He's out of here. Mm-hmm. So you know, so so I'm telling you, just he's going to get hired somewhere. He's yeah. Gonna, if he like Jacksonville fans, if he's your defensive coordinator, oh. ooh, yeah, mm, yeah, mm, it's, it's not good. bad sign. Not 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 good. No no no. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man! <laughs> the last time that he had any success or respect, he was paying his players to hurt other players. <laughs> <laughs> so, man, that defense was blasting fools, though. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, man. it was. They were they were loaded with cash from <laughs> breaking. Uh, from Greg Williams' ankle, and then if she, yeah, from Greg Williams, <laughs> and then he, then he fucking talks, and then he, remember when they uh, uncovered that recording of him, uh, you know, like a pregame speech where he was trying to sound like King Leonidas, and he's like, <laughs> "Oh, we have to cut the head of the snake off, and all this kind of shit." And it's like Dude, these can- <laughs> people are in their thirties. You're yeah. talking to man, like these are salaried employees. Like that's what why it gets me, t- dude, talking like that. That's like you going up to like a doctor Kunzi and it's like, hey, I'm gonna pay you money, and they're like, what are you talking about? I mean, he, why, how does it make sense that he's paying somebody that makes way more money than him? I don't even understand how that's. A, I, I, I mean, it's the Michael Jordan brain thing where I have all the money in the world, but I also need to win this bet. Like, I, I, th- I, 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 I think that is probably most of it. Probably. Um, yeah, but. Yeah, I'm gonna pay. That would be like, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, well, they need some money to throw around at the strip club during the pandemic, so they gotta have a little bit of walking around money. (laughs) Don't you segue this back to basketball, even though I'm, I'd be be ready to go. (laughs) No, 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 because Dwayne Haskins Haskins did it too. Oh, okay, from captain too. I thought for sure that was a James Harden segue. No, yeah, you know how badly I want to talk about talk shit on James Harden, but we're not gonna do it. We did that too much last week, so if we wait at least one week to go back to James Harden. Hopefully, we'll know where he's playing basketball. 
but I just Brooklyn Nets. Like, like, like how, like how do, oh Jesus, yeah, that'd be uh, how do, how much of a sore thumb is Dwayne Haskins at this point on that, on that, and that team? Ron Rivera has like so completely reformed the attitude of that organization where you kind of root for them now and everyone seems on board and they're all like, like, Hey, let's, you know, we're focused. We're going to make the playoffs, even though we're bad. And we're going to protect our coach. Who's like, you know, sick with and on chemotherapy. And then Dwayne Haskins is like tits. (laughs) Well, he's still got that Dan Snyder mentality. And I think they went out together. You know what I mean? So like, (laughs) The Dan Snyder, yeah, Snyder just get, he just didn't get caught on camera. Dwayne Haskins was there with him, but just Dan Snyder was like, "I gotta go to the bathroom, paparazzi right here, I'll see you guys later." And Dwayne Haskins was just like, "What?" And then looked right at the camera, and, you know. I I cannot tell you how happy I would have been if Dan Snyder had been like his arm around fucking Dwayne Haskins in the strip club with. Oh my god, that would have been fantastic. Ah, that would have been a real Christmas present, like that. Oh Jesus Christ. But seriously, like like Dwayne Haskins does not belong on that team. It, it doesn't even. No, he doesn't. Yeah. No, he, uh, he he'll get cut. There's no way he makes it through through the off season. Yeah, his personality, his style, yeah, his none like of it, level none of, of it play, meshes, like yeah. It, yeah, no way, no none way of it fits, man. It. Yeah. So and again, it's just like the the last diseased hangnail that was that uh, Bruce Allen era. Yeah, there, man. Yeah. Like just cut it cut it free and start again. Because like I was thinking about that team, I'm like. They don't need a ton. No. Like, they literally just need, they need, like, one more weapon outside. Yep. And a quarterback. Yeah. And then they're kind of there. They're, they're I mean, but. Best team in that division with, a, like, no question. So they're making their mm-hmm. playoff team with just that. Yeah. And it's like, well, I mean, oh, just get a quarterback. Yeah, of course. Obviously. Of course. I mean, they don't even yeah. need a real quarterback. I, I Just get just a, just a serviceable guy. Like, I'm not convinced that you give, like, Alex Smith the reins next year. And if he's fully healthy, they couldn't make the playoffs. I'm not convinced that, that they couldn't do it. I mean, they're going to they're gonna do it this year. That's uh, exactly. A not, a not healthy Alex Smith. Yep. But, like, just like, man, like. I don't want to invoke this name on this podcast, but I will. Like even Jameis there, or yes, um, yes. yes. You forget so, that I said this on a podcast. Did you? Like did, last month, and KC just got all fired up. He's like, "I knew you had a home for him. I knew you had a plan." <laughs> yeah, for I remember him. that. Jameis Winston on the fucking cool. Washington I'm gonna, football I'm gonna, team I'm gonna, I'm throwing gonna, goddamn I'm, bombs would look so fucking good. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I'm gonna cut all this so it looks like my idea, um, but <laughs> <laughs> don't you I, dare! <laughs> yeah, because like because like that or Sam Darnold. If Sam Darnold does get shipped out, yeah. pop him there. That would be a yeah. nice spot for him too. I mean, like yeah, like I I, I think I got that, another one. Yeah, this is this is just gonna throw. I'm just gonna throw a wrench in this motherfucker real quick. Good. That's what you're here for. What are, the, what are the odds the Raiders stick with Mariota and Derek Carr goes there? Oh my god, I'd love that. I, I don't. Oh, I'd love that so much. I, I, oh, I don't. I, I don't like that take. I'm at the all. last Derek Carr. I don't like that take at all, man. I, I are you guys seriously about to Ryan Tannehill, Marcus Mariota right now? Are you guys fucking kidding me? No, 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 no. I don't agree with that part. Okay. I, okay. But I'm a big. I, 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 I'm oh, a I see what you're saying. For we, Derek like, Carr, we like Derek Carr. Went, okay. Go in there. Okay. Yes, got it. Want to free it. him. And, and I want bad things to happen to the Raiders. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Go, yeah. Let really him go with Marcus Mariota. Yeah. Fantastic. Yes. Yeah. So, so, sounds good. Yeah. John Gruden seems to love him. He wouldn't shut up about him coming in for Derek Carr. So, like, 
he might enjoy having a more mobile quarterback and Derek Carr can go to the Washington football team and I would love that just me as much. too me too well John Gruden's love for mediocre quarterbacks is what sunk his first career because you remember he was yeah. in um he was in Tampa and he got quarterback Tampa. madness yep. Yep. and he's like I want Jeff Garcia and and Brad Johnson and I'm gonna trade for Jake Plummer even though he said don't trade for me I'll retire and then he did and like like he's just like Got the QB he's madness. Like, yeah, he's got QB, and he had Chris Sims there, and like this is a bunch plumber. of others. Yeah, so it, this is exactly the same thing. He's the same guy he was in twenty and two thousand two. Like, yeah, yeah. so I, he's, I, he's going to sink that team. But back to the quarterbacks, I feel like this this off season is the easiest. Like, where we could just slot guys in. I feel like the ones we just said, like go ahead and just put Carson Wentz on Indy. Like there's just so many perfect landing spots for these quarterbacks where everything, everyone's happy. If we just do what we're saying, if we could just put these quarterbacks there, then the league is happy and every team is satisfied. So what happens if the Jets draft a quarterback and Sam Darnold goes to Pittsburgh? That's what everyone keeps saying. And I, I I do kind of love that. Yeah. I'd be massive. I mean, Mm-hmm. I don't like Pittsburgh, the, so I don't the, want good things for them. But I mean, it makes sense. the The two places for Sam Darnold that make me go "fuck yes" home run are Pittsburgh and San Francisco. Those are the two that I'm just like, oh, that's a problem for the rest of the league. Um, but again, anywhere that's not the Jets is All good. Right, so for since Sam you brought Darnold. it up, mm-hmm. I'm going to get off the the Sam Darnold thing and let's jump okay. on the San Francisco thing. Yeah, let's jump on it. Because who knows who's older? And I'm sure you guys already know this. Joe Burrow or Josh Rosen? I think Joe Burrow is Yeah, older, I would, I would, I would like bet Joe, Joe Burrow. Burrow. He's like Joe 24 or something. Than, yep, Joe Burrow's 24. Josh Rosen is 23. What are the odds that Kyle Shanahan sticks with Josh Rosen? And Jimmy Zero, Graham, he's not bad. Jimmy Graham, yeah, Jimmy uh, Garoppolo, goes back to the Patriots. No, I think Josh Rosen's toast. But, I think he's bad. I yeah. think that, I, th- I think he's a bad. I I liked him coming out. I misread him. He Same doesn't here. seem to. Same here. Yeah. I like the if, value that he. Not, I thought it was good value that the cards drafted Matt, and boy, I was wrong. Mm-hmm. It literally shipped him out like eleven months later. <laughs> like it's, mm-hmm. yeah. I and he's on a practice squad. You don't when quarterback is like the most highly valued asset in all professional sports. You don't sit on someone's practice squad no. if you're good. No. So. Um, I, I do think that that uh, I forgot which one of you mentioned it, but like the I think the QB turnover next year is going to be completely insane. I, I think we're going to see like at least a third of the league switch who's their signal caller because Matt Stafford and these are po- possibilities, at least fifty-fifty chances. Let's say Matt Stafford, Matt Ryan, Carson Wentz, um, Philip Rivers, all. Philip Rivers, Jameis Winston, uh, Jameis Winston, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, even lesser guys like you know Dwayne Haskins, all all the Bears quarterbacks, yeah, yep. um, maybe Kirk Cousins, like, maybe Derek Carr, maybe, maybe Derek, Derek Carr. Carr. Now we're now well, now we're getting into less than fifty fifties, but but yeah, sure. and then then also this is there's going to be five first round quarterbacks this year too probably, like it's, and where does it, Fitzpatrick go? Like I feel like he, home? he's I don't know he, he's higher yeah, well, up there Canada but I don't know nah, yeah. he's he's forever a bridge quarterback man so does he go to San Francisco while they draft a quarterback and then work out somebody like that's what I want to see 
I, I mean, he'll do the same Fitzpatrick stuff uh-huh. that he, he always does. And that's um, just exciting, man. It is. I mean, yeah, we're we're we're, we're very pro Fitz Magic on this show. I mean, I also yeah. don't want him for um, my franchise either. You know, so yeah, it's just. I mean, I would I would take him in the interim. You you know what he is? You know what he is? He's a Greg Williams of quarterbacks. <laughs> it's like I don't know anyone else's name. Where's Fitz at? Ring ring. Hey, buddy. <laughs> brush the lunch meat off your stomach <laughs> it's time to fucking get to camp let's let's play some ball and he's like fuck yeah and then you hear him slam a natty and then gets on the bus and gets to camp hell yeah the jets are literally like they almost have no contracts <laughs> like right, they just have right, right, cap space right. pretty much so and they're gonna have a new quarterback a new coach it's literally like an expansion team next year what the, the Jets are going to be. Mm-hmm. So um, that's the one, that's literally the only thing about that situation now that's appetizing. Because now they don't have Trevor Lawrence. Like, like why go be the Jets head coach? Right. Like, th- that, that's like why it's also so damaging. Right. Like, because now all of a sudden there's no reason to go there. But it does make Jacksonville a lot more interesting. For sure, man. For sure. I mean, that, I've, I've been picking Jacksonville from the start. They have, they have a ton of cap space and now they have the number one overall pick. Like, all day dude I, I love him going there man trevor lawrence going to jacksonville is awesome i think that's man that's so sweet because that offense is kind of built already yep. he needs offensive linemen but like yep. it's kind of complete yep. so that's the best you know, best deal for him i, I want to stay on this trevor lawrence talk yes. but i just had an, i just had another like epiphany a brain picture yep what what happens if Jameis winston goes to pittsburgh with all those players that can run deep routes. That that brings up something I actually wanted to jump into. I was going to change mm. the subject, but mm-hmm. not really change the subject. Yeah. So we'll stay on what yeah. Pete is talking about, and I'll introduce my yeah. thought process. So I was going to talk okay. about the Pittsburgh weapons, primarily the receiving core. What made me think of it is when I was just like sitting here listening to you guys, and I was thinking about when Juju got his fucking tits blasted off because he likes to dance on everybody's <laughs> logo. But um, piss them off. That's a good <laughs> yeah, way to dude. piss people off. But so I was just like, man, what 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 is this receiving core? Who is the guy? If there even is one, do they move Juju? What is like? I, it, they're so hard to because because I own Deontay Johnson in Dynasty. Pete, you own Chase Claypool, and um, Nick owns Juju. I own the I, and I own the best one, so it's fine. Oh yeah, and you you own J- Jamie Wash Dup. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, of course, I want to be biased and say that, oh, Deontay Johnson's the best one, but he can't catch. And then I want to say Chase Claypool Important. is the best one, but he can't run all the routes. And then I want to say Juju's the best one, but, well, he just had two years that were... This year wasn't terrible, but last year was... It's hard to forget last year, even though he had that 1,400-yard season. So he's just the biggest... Dude, I'm like, telling you, he was only open because of A.B., like he should give his MVP season award to to AB. Like yeah, he, he should just give it a, just give it to him. But I mean, I'm talking shit on him. But his year this year wasn't that bad with two other. It's gonna be a thousand yards. Yeah, shooter. with yeah. two other studs there. I mean, he had a pretty good fucking year. And so again, I I don't know what he is. He's hard to evaluate as far as like placing him in a league wide receiver tier list. But I guess I'm just trying to say, what does this? T- how does this team? If you do bring in a Sam Darnold, you know, and he's there and he's got a sling to. To them, is he slinging to all three? Because we've seen this with Baker, where you give him too many fucking weapons and it just breaks their brain. 
you give them a star, well, it, it breaks him, their brain. Here's the thing. It's that, that's Baker, right? Because Baker is probably like I said this. I've said this again. I'm gonna repeat myself, but. Baker feels like he has to feed Odell because he has to feed that big personality. When Odell's off the mm-hmm. field, Baker can now be more confident and just scatter the ball around where he sees fits. He's playing so much better without with without OBJ. So like you put like I said, you put a confident QB with the Browns with OBJ, and you don't have the same problems that Baker's having. Mm-hmm. You just don't. But so I, now, how much yeah. of the drops with Deontay Johnson and everybody else is? bad reads on the quarterback and then trying to fit it in windows and he's too late uh so the one, like the ones i saw it was pretty much deontay johnson not knowing how to use his it's, hands yeah it's just 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 doing cans mostly yeah. um but I, what i will say about that receiving core is i don't think that's necessarily a receiving core that has to have a guy i i, I do think they all do something a little bit different and they're a little bit again to like lean on that comparison like like the browns like the like the browns without ob with hurt obj like the Browns now, where everyone is kind of doing something, the ball's getting spread around, and everything is just kind of going. And so that's kind of what I would think it would probably more look like. I I like Chase Claypool. I don't think he's the ground-shaking super stud we thought he was going to be when he had that four-touchdown game or whatever. Um, I think all those... I, all those guys. I'm, I, I, I think Deontay Johnson and... Um, Juju. Claypool are your, oh, Claypool. well. I think I mean Claypool are, are your one two going forward. Oh, I do okay. think okay. just yeah, j- just I think Juju gets moved. Yeah, well, uh, no, he's a free agent. This he's yeah, a free agent this it makes year, sense. so he makes sense. And also, just the cap they're going to run up against, how much money they have to put in that defense. Like, I just don't think it makes a ton of sense to bring Juju back, especially when this team has been so good at drafting guys and bringing him in. I mean, they drafted James Washington, like right there. Conversation's done. They're great, um, but <laughs> so so yeah, I, I, yeah. I think that it will be a guyless receiving core. It just is one that moves. I would like to officially declare this as my Yamis landing spot. My my, my favorite, my personal favorite Yamis landing spot. Because because it's it's You're it's welcome. just Tampa again. It's just Tampa again. That's yeah, all it yeah, is. right, right, like, oh, right. Yeah, the Tampa yeah, Steelers. It's like the yeah. same sort. Yep, it's just it's the same sort of outside weapons and nebulous run game, and um, yeah, I, I, I that's what I want. I I, I want Tam. I want uh, Yamis in in black and gold. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, but, that'd be fun. Yeah, Yamis in black and gold and Mariota back in our lives <laughs> in the silver and black. So, and not to like get back onto that topic but i just what do you did he play well i mean i watched the game and i still no. can't i still can't I, I don't think he did but people tell me he did so i don't i don't know he looked exactly like he looked the last time i saw him that's what i thought too like mm-hmm. he, he, he did he did a lot a he bailed those. himself up with, with his wheels a lot and that's why people were like he played mm-hmm. great because he he ran, and it's like that's what he that's what got him into fucking trouble and got made him lose his job because he couldn't throw the ball and he had to run. Well, I mean, and Marcus Mariota was never heinous. He just was super, just not getting the job done. Yeah, like he was always hurt, and he was just not super effective. He yeah, wasn't like it's Mr. Bisky. I mean, comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Like he, 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 he actually he turned the ball over less than guys like Mitch did. Yeah, just, right. just that's what I'm saying. You're gonna tell aggressive. me that like Marcus Mariota is that much worse than Mr. Bisky? No, it's just his time is nope. done. Yeah, his time's done. That's all it is. And Mr. Bisky's time will be done, and it'll be the same thing. One day he'll come in and spell a, a, a <laughs> mid-tier quarterback, and be like, "Wow, 
we should have maybe gave Mr. And it's like, no, you shouldn't have. You did give him his chance, and, and this is just what he is. Well, and I, I also love, as a Packers fan, watching the Bears like, no, we could sign Mitch. And like, yeah, we could do this. He's playing better. We should totally. Yeah, three-year deal. Yeah, let's do it. Like, I, I just, I, I can see it. I can see the wheels spinning in that organization, like falling back in love with Mitch Trubisky. And I love it. I love it so much, man. God. Because like, because it, it's an easy lay too, man. What are you going to do? Get, a, get another quarterback? You got one right here, man. I know he's not pretty, but he's here. He's here though. He's an easy and you lay. you have him. Yeah. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Yeah. It's like I could work hard and like go get some new strange, but all I have to do is just nah. text. If I just text this yeah. person. You up? You up, Mitch? Yep. <laughs> That's one of our best analogies. That's fantastic. Yep. So and I just love it. it's like, yes, three more years of Mitch. Three more years. Three more years of Mitch. <laughs> Jesus, bring it Christ, on, man! That's hilarious. Oh, also, um, did you guys see Justin Jefferson uh, get the ball thrown over his head in the end zone? And he's like, "Throw the fucking ball, Kirk." Yeah. Did you did did, did, did yeah. you see that? That is wide receivers yelling at quarterbacks that are bad is like you a love guilty it. pleasure. Yeah, you fucking love, I love it. it. Dude. <laughs> I fucking love it because like. It's just that, like, because when they do it, it's maybe the first time you're seeing it, but it's the 6,000th time they've had to, like, get the ball thrown over their head, which is why why they're screaming. And just to see all of the, that whole story come up and be told to us in one sentence. <laughs> well, is, dude, I just, I just love it. It's even more fucking brutal in that specific situation. Because, like, this is the, when I saw that, it made me think of something like this. Like, you know, like, if you go to Target or something and you, like, go to the checkout and there's, like, an older... He's, like, you know, mid-40s, almost 50. And, like, he does something wrong yeah. with the register or something. And then, like, the... 21 year old assistant manager has to come over there and be like fuck dick like it's not that hard you know you just you just take this item <laughs> and you fucking that's exactly what justin jefferson was doing with with, with that fucking clown dude and it was just embarrassing because justin Jefferson's like 20 years old he's like a kid and this kid is telling this yeah. grown, grown man professional athlete like how to like dude grown a do your job better yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's because he's used to joe burrow just throwing it to him and right right diamond him up man <laughs> Well, because like I thought of that, and I thought of the keep that shit in bounds, bro. Of course, Alan Alan Robinson, Robinson, with, yes. with, because because you can just tell, man. That's like fuck, man. We've done this before. Like, <laughs> well, that's what's crazy is like they expect yeah. more because they've they've been with like what David just said. They've been with a competent quarterback before, where that was just routine for them. It's like yeah, you give me a chance. It might not be a perfect ball, but you at least give me the fucking other talented guy a chance to make the play. And those guys, like Kirk Cousins, they don't want to let guys make plays because it might not go well for nope. his bad throw. Exactly. Because like, cause there's a, a certain kind of quarterback, a, a good one, that will go, <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, Just Jefferson's kind of covered, but he's also Justin he's also Jefferson. Jefferson. Yep. Yeah, so I'm going to whip it and maybe get him a play. Like, that's like the positive like uh version of a game manager like like is that where it's like oh i'm just gonna put the ball into opportunities for other people to do shit with it like it it, so it it kirk burns because like not only does he but he kirk 
definitely doesn't do it in the red zone because he he is afraid no. to make that that mistake. So like sometimes you know you get pissed at red zone turnovers with certain quarterbacks. There are some certain quarterbacks when they have a like when they have a red zone turnover, you're like ah, like when Andrew Luck did it, you were like ah. Yeah, it's like ah, yep, all right, cool. Oh, well. but next time, yep. yep, because you you knew he was just trying to make a play. And you yep. knew he was good, and he was but, good, but and he's gonna make that. He's gonna make the play next time. Hmm. As opposed to Kirk Cousins, it's like, well, I'm gonna throw it to that hot dog salesman in the third row just to just to make sure I don't fuck up this chance to get a field goal, so we only lose thirty-one to three. Which we're, we're not even gonna make the field goal because we got fucking Tin Man. Because of Dan Bailey, is gonna kick it at a ninety-degree angle to the left. <laughs> so Kirk, you're, you're not even getting anything out of this drive. No, no, but you're getting paid. That's a lot of fucking money. He is getting something. That's out about of it. Yeah, he got something out of that drive. As you. I stand corrected. That that is one of like the, the the worst dooms ever. Where it's like, okay, we got Kirk Cousins, and we also can never get rid of Kirk Cousins because he's so paid that like it's worth <laughs> because he's so paid. Yeah, it's it's worse to not have Kirk Cousins so basically than to have. May, maybe he's so I'm, paid. I'm just getting lost on my NFL history, and I I, I just don't remember yeah. the contract structure stuff. But how did Oh, wait, never mind. I think I answered my own question. I'm going to ask it anyway, and you guys will probably answer the way I just did yeah. in my head. How did, like, Houston okay. get out of their debacle so fast when they paid Brock Osweiler? Was was it, like, all that much, or was it because they drafted Deshaun Watson and just had a free quarterback? That's what it was, right? No. So, very specifically, that one was a very – that was the NBA trade they did where they gave Brock Osweiler and a second-round pick – to Cleveland to eat that contract. Oh, that, that's, that's right. That's right. So they, yeah. had to, they had to pay to, to get rid of the contract. Right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that. That was what I was looking for. Thank yeah. you. So that was very spe- – for that specific reason, that was why that was like that. God, that's so brutal. It's more that's, well, that's going to be the same thing that, that a team will have to do with Matt Ryan. Because he's going to have a massive, massive salary cap hit on us if we get rid of him. We just just get rid of him. Uh-huh. Somebody will have to trade for him and his contract. That's the only way he's leaving the Falcons. Well, and also the same problem with Carson Wentz if he's really done. Like, yep. again, it's like, well, we have all this money. And speaking of that, the more I hear about that story, he seems like a nuclear Christian. And that's why everyone hates him. <laughs> 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 I have not heard this, but I, that is no, funny. It's, <laughs> it seems like, it seems like, uh, Hey, uh, Hey Carson, you want to go get a drink after practice? You, you know, who used to drink wine? Jesus. In fact, he turned water into wine one time. It's like, bro, I just, I just want to like suck some cheap Pilsner with you. What the fuck? Like, like he just would just not stop with it. He's just like a Bible like, thumper, Dude. just a legit Bible thumper. Just- no, it's just like he can't say anything that's not scripture, it sounds like, man. I mean, and if like, if you're Christian, like, cool, man, like, do your thing, but like, get out of people's asses with it, man. Like, if you want people to like, like you or follow you or like, gotta Dude, have a personality. It's man. not, yeah, exa- you make up a good point. It's not the religion that people are not, because like, you could be like a Lord of the Rings fan, and if all you did was quote the movie to express yourself, people are like, Dude, would you just shut, would you say something else besides the Lord of the Rings shit, man? What the fuck is your deal? I don't want to hear about fucking Gondor anymore, man. <laughs> shut the fuck up about Gondor. It's not that, like, we hate Jesus because you like him so much. It's just, just talk about something else. Jesus. We, 
we just hate we just hate you because you like Jesus yes, so much. Yes, we hate you. That's what it comes down. Yes, we hate you. Jesus and I are cool, but you, ooh. So, but it just sounds like everyone just hates him. Is is I think part of the problem too. So he's bad. He's playing bad, and no one likes him. So like at that point. When you're so Christian that you make Tim Tebow look pagan, then you got a fucking problem, man. <laughs> Which is weird. If he's that Christian, why 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 is that not more cuz like the media loves that shit, man. They love like, you know what I mean? I haven't even noticed that from Carson Wentz that he's a big religious guy. I haven't either. I had no idea. Yeah, well, yeah but he's I, I, I don't know. I guess you have to be religious and be likable cuz Tim Tebow is uh, likable. Okay. You know, okay. he Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. Good but, point. But 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 if you're a fucking schnob about it, where you, where you're, G, you're Jesus and you're prissy about liking Jesus, then I guess okay, that's, that's the fair. issue. And again, this is this is all rumors, man. Remember when I was like super super into the idea that Jay Gruden was was uh, getting cucked by what's his name? <laughs> oh, the running um, back. Uh, what running back? Was yeah, it? Uh, Kyrie Bibbs. Kyrie Bibbs. Uh, Kyrie Bibbs, Bibbs yeah. was was uh, was cucking Jay Gruden. Sometimes I just want rumors to be true because it's funny, and this is kind of it. So but, it's, it's, um, it's true up here where it matters in my head. It's true. Yeah, it, it's true in my heart. Yes. It's, yeah. So, um, but what it is true is that people don't like him. I don't know if it's because he's so, like, supernova Jesus or if it's just because he's a prick. I don't know. But, like, that that, that team is out on the Carson Wentz experience. Yeah. Sounds that's like a, That's a great fit for Indy. That's a great fit yeah. for Indy. Philip Rivers is doing just fine. Yeah, he's super Christian, too. But also, it doesn't sound like he's a dick about it. No. No. I don't just, think so. He, he just uses his dick a lot to create children. A lot. But... <laughs> oh man. Well, so I, I, I'm assuming we're going to wrap this up. So, so I just want to take take a second. Yeah, take it's getting two close to bedtime, boys. Yeah. So you might yeah. need to fucking cut my audio, and I apologize if you keep this audio to the listeners about the door. It sounds like a poltergeist in my house right now because my cat just keeps like uh, tapping on the door. Um, usually he's asleep. Yeah. But I, like I said, I took a nap with him, and now he's fired up. All right. Well, that's going to do it for uh, this week on Football Hot Boys. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, if you want to you know, see what else we think about stuff, you can uh, follow us on Twitter. I'm at Wisco Kunze, and Pete's at? JellyX2 underscore. And Clark's at? TC131HotBoys. You can follow the show at HB underscore Hot Boys. Thank you so much for joining us, and uh, stay hot there, boys. Stay hot and stay poltergeisty. Ha <laughs> ha